Morning, everyone. Good morning. What is going on, my friends? Welcome to the pre-stream podcast for Thursday, December 30th, 2021. I'm Darkside Phil, and I welcome you here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the streaming week that will be the end of 2021 and the first week of 2022, a brand new year. Yes. 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 I am very excited, if you can't tell, to say goodbye to 2021 and bring in a new year. A new year of positivity and fun. A new year of amazing games because holy crap, we know 2022 is going to be a crazy year just in the next couple of months. With that February, man, that February is going to be one of the best gaming months in recorded history as long as not every single game sucks ass, which hopefully at least half the games will not suck ass and therefore we will have a bunch of new gaming stuff in a relatively short period of time. So, I'm back. Yesterday was my day off. We've got a full streaming week this week. Last week was a holiday week with Christmas and the like, and therefore it was not a solid streaming week. This week we're back at the normal schedule. Six straight full-time days of streaming for all of you. We've got continuing newer playthroughs. We've got finishing long-standing playthroughs. We've got all kinds of fun new stuff. In fact, if things go according to plan this week, we may even have the year-end awards series. <clears throat> okay? How cool is that? How cool is that? I think it's pretty cool. All right. Very nice to this idiot right here. Very nice. How you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you had a good day away yesterday um, with everything. You know, I wasn't here, and I hope that many of you had a great day away from my content. Maybe you caught up with my content on DSP Gaming On Demand. Thank you to everyone who's been liking everything I'm doing, including these live streams, because it helps the discoverability of these live streams, especially the daytime stream when I'm going to be streaming for many, many hours. When you like this stream, it puts this into the YouTube search algorithm. So people looking for people, someone playing Skyrim, you'll like the stream. People might actually find the stream and watch it. Um, and people liking the videos on demand on YouTube as well. It's definitely helping. Although I would urge you, if we were going to make a new commitment for 2022, all right? Like you say, Phil, I'd like to help out DSP Gaming in 2022. What could I really do to help out the channel? Well, you want a quick and easy way to help out DSP Gaming in 2022? Like the content. It's that simple. I haven't done it in many years. I haven't talked about it. I haven't asked for it. But it's funny because, like, here's a video. 1,000 views. How many likes does it have? 20. If you're liking the video and you're, you're, wow, this is good. Just like it, man. It will help this channel. That engagement actually helps a channel grow. And all I've had is decreasing engagement for the past five years because I haven't focused on DSP Gaming. And now I am again. Okay? <clears throat> So please do that if you like the content and you're watching it and you're having a good time. And of course, if you're watching the videos on demand, leave a comment. Comments also help dramatically. In fact, I will even go as far to say today as we play Skyrim, there was an interesting comment on my previous Skyrim videos that I'd like to discuss with you guys as I play Skyrim today to determine how I want to proceed with the playthrough because I was like, that's actually a really interesting point the person made. And I'm actually thinking of maybe mixing things up starting today with how I'm playing the game. So we'll talk about that when we get to Skyrim, okay? But anyway, I'm excited for today for sure. Um, I guess let's, very briefly, let's go through the gaming schedule for the next few days so you guys know what to expect. What I want to do is I want to talk about my day off yesterday. I want to talk about the snow apocalypse. Because here in Washington State, we actually had some rare snow. Usually we don't have snow 
in this part of Washington State where I live, Seattle area. Usually it's more northern, you know, the hilly mountainous regions. We usually don't get snow here. And we got snow over this last weekend. I was here streaming live. I was actually playing Skyrim when it was snowing. And basically the whole state came to a crawl because of it. And then it snowed again last night. I'd like to talk to you guys about this because I find it absolutely freaking hilarious. And I want to tell you about my day off yesterday and the stuff that I did. Um, So we're going to do that, but I want to get through the schedule first before we get to that. All right, but before we even get to the schedule, ladies and gentlemen, there was a new addition to the streams back on Wednesday, excuse me, back on Tuesday, I was searching my house for winter apparel. Because as I said, it's cold here. It's been snowing. And I wanted to find stuff that I could use to bundle up if I go outside. And as I was going through my downstairs closet, I ended up finding something. And I was like, oh my God, what a no-brainer that I should have added this to my streams months ago. And I forgot that I had it. It was literally buried in the back of my closet. Ladies and gentlemen, a new hat to be added to the rotation of hats eligible if we hit the correct level of support goal on a stream. The Pikachu hat. I wore this during the Lost Judgment stream on Tuesday night, and people laughed their asses off because it is one of the most ridiculous hats. It's got Pokeballs dangling from it. It looks so silly. Okay? (laughs) It looks like someone skinned Pikachu and turned him into a hat. That's incredibly disturbing, actually. But nonetheless, that's what the hat looks like. If you want to see me wearing it, I wore this on Tuesday night. You can watch it during the stream or actually the, the, uh, the daily wrap I did. Now, this will be eligible to be worn if we raise the $100 of tips on any given stream. So the sooner we raise $100 in tips, the better. You can have me wear this hat, okay? Now, there's another hat that I found. I actually kept looking during my day off yesterday. I was searching the house for other stuff. I was like, man, if I could find this hat, maybe there's other stuff. And I did. I found another hat that absolutely is eligible to be worn if we hit that $100 tips goal on any stream. So as of today, okay, as of today, if we hit $100 of support on any of my streams, both streams, the Pikachu hat is eligible, the Cowboy hat is eligible, the Pilot hat is eligible, but now there will be a fourth mystery hat also eligible, and you guys will vote in a poll on what hat you want to see on that given stream, okay? Yeah, it's pretty crazy Here's here's what's what's happened. As you guys know, I've been a long-standing content creator. I've been making content since... 2008 okay i used to do it in connecticut i lived in my parents house then i moved to my own place my condo that i lived from like 2009 all the way through 2014 and this is 2014 i've lived here in washington state so i've been here almost eight years now there's different waves of content that i made different things i've done over the years and i tend to forget about a lot of the stuff like for example that pikachu hat Man, why wouldn't I have had that eligible since day one when I was wearing hats on streams? It's silly. You know people are going to want to see me wear it because it's so ridiculous. I don't care. It's comfy. It's actually one of the most comfortable hats I can wear. It's super comfy, right? So why didn't I have that eligible since day one? Well, I'll tell you why. Many years ago, I used to have a partnership with Loot Crate. They would send me a crate once a month. I would unbox the crate live, show you everything in it, give you my referral code. Hey, if you like this stuff, use my referral code. I'll make a few bucks if you if you subscribe or whatever. Thing is, after doing that for about a year and a half, two years, the loot crates basically got worse and worse over the years. I'm not going to exaggerate. They literally got worse every time to the point where 90% of the stuff in them were junk that no one would want. And I'm an honest guy. So by the time that I had finished my loot crate partnership, I was basically unboxing. I was like, guys, just be honest. Like, look at all this. What are you going to do with this? You know, 
no one was using my referral code anymore. So Loot Crate said, well, since you're not making any sales anymore, you know, we're basically going to uh, end the partnership. And then they ended up going out of business. <laughs> they were like, wow, they ended my partnership and then they went out of business completely. Now, since then, they were bought by a completely new company and they're totally different from the ground up. I don't know because I haven't been involved with them for like five plus years. So I have no idea if the stuff they do now is any good. But that Pikachu hat was one of the things included in a random loot crate like five plus years ago. I think, actually, I think Derek looked it up when we were doing Lost Judgment. He was like, no, it was like the fall of 2015. So like six years ago, I got that hat, never wore it for anything. So, okay, but I kept it. Now, of course, now it'll actually have some use. Finally, years later. Funny, because think about this. The $50 support goal is Gunner Glasses. I owned these. Since like the year 2010, 2011, I bought them. Never wore them for like a decade. And then all of a sudden, oh, look, there's a use for them now. So it's funny. You buy stuff, you end up not using it, but you hold on to it. And the next thing you know, you find a use for it many, 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 many years later that you never thought would be a use that was intended, right? So anyway, Pikachu hat is in the rotation as of today. And a new mystery hat also is in the rotation as of today. So if we hit $100 in funding, either on this stream or my late stream later tonight, which is more Lost Judgment, we'll talk about that in a few moments, then we're going to have some fun with new hats, okay? Awesome. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the schedule. Let's get this out of the way, because I'd love to talk about my day off and the snowpocalypse here in Washington State, okay? Cool. That's right. Jabru85 says, it's cool. It looks like you're learning to apply utility. That's exactly the right word for it. It's utility. Using what you have around you already to the fullest rather than having things just sit around and not realize you have them and they go into disrepair or disuse. You're absolutely right. I'm happy I held on to the amount of shit that I held on to over the years because now I can utilize that stuff. In fact, I wouldn't be shocked if I go into my closet, okay, and I go into my storage bins. As you know, soon... This Christmas stuff is going to go away. I told you, this is only sticking around until I do my year-end series, which is in the next week, probably. Then we're going back to you know, normal business around here. Animations will change and everything. But what I'm thinking is, <clears throat> I maybe should go into the bins in my closet and see what stuff I have. Maybe I have games or collectibles or things I could put behind me as my, my scenery for when I stream. <clears throat> I guarantee you, I've got uh, all kinds of stuff. So, anyway, um... <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, let's get to the schedule. So today, the 30th of December, Thursday, first streaming day of the week, we're continuing on with the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Um, I've had a lot of fun with this so far. I've only played it for about four, four and a half hours. We're still kind of getting into the introductory segments of the game. Um, I've already started doing a little bit of side content, which is fun. That's this early in the game. There's already side content unlocking, which is nice. Um... Really, I'm just messing around. You know, I'm not taking it seriously as a major playthrough. As you know, I'm just going to kind of treat it as like an open world exploration, interacting with you guys while I do. We have fun conversation. You guys give me your opinions on what I should be doing in the game and what quests I should be doing, etc., etc. Already, you've given me information. Like, I'm in the middle of a quest where these guys are looking for a woman who apparently is undercover in this town of Whiterun. And then you find the woman, and she claims that she's some kind of an exile where she's like a few, like uh, she's on the run because she was a politician, and I guess she spoke out against the government, and so they're trying to like find her to capture her and kill her. Um, what do you do? Do you listen to her? Do you not? 
You know, we're actually at a cave where we're going to break into the cave and talk to the people who were, uh, I guess, waiting for her or whatever. I don't know. But it's funny because there's different sides. People are like, yeah, if you do this scenario, you find out this. If you do this scenario, you find out this. And there really is no right or wrong scenario. It's just based on your choices, which is pretty cool. So I'm having fun so far. I'm only a few hours in. Looking forward to another chill stream of Skyrim today. When we start playing, I'm going to mention the comment from a viewer. Basically, just to give you a little preview, the viewer was like, it's great you're doing hand-to-hand -hand because almost no one does bare-handed. The reason they don't is because you don't get experience points when you kill people bare-handed. Remember, everything in Skyrim gives you experience. If you're using a magic spell to heal yourself or an offensive spell. If you're using a, a buffing spell. If you're using hand-to-hand -hand combat, a sword or a bow and arrow. Or if you're using jumping around using agility. No matter what you do in Skyrim, you gain experience except unarmed. Because Unarmed was never designed to be a core way to play Skyrim. Now it is because I guess over the years with the patches and the special editions, they've improved the Unarmed to the point where you can actually play the game as it. But essentially, you're you're cheating yourself out of experience points when you play Unarmed because you're never going to level it up. So you're, you're actually kind of nerfing yourself <clears throat> if you do that. So I'd like to talk with you guys today as we start playing about should I continue that way or not? Should we change it up? So I'm not doing unarmed because I'm not going to gain any experience points. We'll talk about it today, all right? But anyway, so I'm excited. I'm definitely excited for uh, for Skyrim today. Now, tonight, the late stream, ladies and gentlemen, all right? It is time, ladies and gentlemen, on the late stream for more Lost Judgment. Now, oh, wait a minute, excuse me. More Lost Judgment. <laughs> yes, we're still playing Lost Judgment. Here's the good news. The last time that I played Lost Judgment, Tuesday night, we made significant progress. We now not only did another hour of progression in the main story, and now we're in chapter 12 of 13. We're that close to the end. But also, we figured out who the professor is in the school stories plotline, and we were in the finale of the school stories plotline. So tonight, on the Lost Judgment stream, likely we will complete the school stories plotline, and we will head into the end game of the main plot of the game. Now, from someone who's already beaten the game, they advised me. Likely, I have four to five hours left in the game. That's their 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 record. They're saying, yeah, if you finish the school story, you'll probably have another four hours of main, main story. So, dependent on how it goes tonight, we'll see how far we can get in Lost Judgment later tonight. That's at 6.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, by the way. Um... We'll judge, do I want to do a major stream of Lost Judgment this weekend? I'm strongly considering it, because I would love to wrap the game up on a major stream, and if once we beat it, I can do my year-end series, which I am so excited to do. I cannot wait to rank the most disappointing games of 2021 and the best games of 2021, but we have to get to it. I have to beat Lost Judgment, okay? So, I'm excited for that, obviously. Very excited. And I hope that you guys will join me tonight for that. It last, you know, the Tuesday night stream was great. I get the feeling tonight's stream will also be excellent. Okay? Tomorrow, Friday, New Year's Eve. I'm here all day long streaming like usual. Nothing different for me. The main gameplay stream tomorrow is the continuation, eh, continuation of Resident Evil 4. So far, the playthrough's been great. I'm remembering the game. And it's actually, here's the thing. I'm actually having more fun with it the more I play it. When I first started playing it during the Christmas Marathon... <clears throat> I was a little annoyed because I wasn't used to the more sluggish controls. You know, it's not definitely not as reactive 
when you're doing stuff with the aiming as other games. But then again, it's like the first game that was like this. It really is the first survival horror game. It's like third person, over the shoulder kind of action with that laser sight. Uh, so many other games used it after that, including Dead Space and, and Evil Within and stuff like that. Um, but I'm having fun with it now. Like, I had a lot more fun last stream. And I'm looking forward to more, although I know, oh my god, I know the escort mission shit is coming up with Ashley where it's so annoying and the cult waves and waves of endless cultists come after you. We'll see how that goes. I think that's going to be tomorrow, actually. So, <clears throat> Then, tomorrow night. Friday night. Friday Night Fights returns to its regularly scheduled time. That's right. It is late night Street Fighter action. All the classics being played now. I'm not sure what to do. I think I may do a poll with you guys. In fact, how about this? Let's do it right now. This is the amazing ability of the internet. Is that at any moment, I can just do whatever I want. Because now I have equipment that actually works. So right now, live, I'm going to go to the main page of DSP Gaming. Live, here on the stream. I'm going to go to the community page, and I'm going to post up, hello, hello all, I need your help. I need to determine which version of the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection to play on Friday Night Fights this week. We can either do PS5, which will have more players, but also trolling that will hold up our fun, and also ranked matches do not work, or Xbox Series X, which has a smaller player base, but... I can do ranked matches and use my new Hori fighting, oops, fighting stick alpha. So please vote below and thanks. So here comes the poll. <clears throat> Play on PS5. Play on Xbox Series X. All right. Now that was done live. Let's post it up. Post it right now, live on the channel page of DSP Gaming. On the community tab, you can vote. Do you want to see the PS5 version or the Xbox Series X version of the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection on Friday night? Curious to see how people vote. And by the way, whatever people vote, that'll be what we start with. If it so happens we play on one version and we're just not having a good time because of trolling, because there's not enough matches, because the connections suck, yada, 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 we could switch on the fly to the other version. That's one of the cool things now about having both versions. If we're having a bad time in one, there's nothing to hold us back from switching to the other. <clears throat> um, it's very easy to do so. It takes like less than five minutes. Okay? So please vote. I'm very curious to see how people will vote on that and uh, we'll go from there. Okay? Very nice. Everyone please vote. Awesome. So that's tomorrow night. I'm excited. Either way, whatever we end up playing or if we end up playing both, whatever, should still be a good time. On Saturday, it'll be the continuation of Grand Theft Auto 3 Definitive Edition. For those who've been following the playthrough, you'll see that last time around when I played, my god, it's way easier. It is way easier than the original game. There's Bomb to Base 2, infamously one of the hardest missions in all of Grand Theft Auto because you're trying to snipe with a sniper rifle, and it's some of the worst controls in the franchise's history. They changed the controls to be modernized. I had no problem beat it on the first shot so easily. And that's a mission that traditionally takes people like, like a long-ass time to beat. Just one-shot it. So... 
since it seems like the game is way easier, I'm likely going to turbo through it, but not as fast as people originally thought. Some people thought I would beat it in like nine hours. I don't think so. I think at least another two major streams to beat GTA 3 Definitive Edition. We'll see, but that's that's what I'm, I'm estimating. Probably two more. Maybe three, but probably two more, okay? <laughs> then on Saturday night, it will be Halo Infinite Action. I really enjoyed playing Halo Infinite earlier this week. In fact, if you didn't see the session of multiplayer of Halo Infinite earlier this week, you're going to want to check it out. I, I basically got my groove back. I started doing amazing kills with the pistol. I realized the pistol is way better than the assault rifle. Fuck the assault rifle. I'm just going to use the pistol from now on, seriously. In addition to that, I realized how to play the game in certain situations with the shotgun and confined areas and everything. I ended up doing ridiculously well. I was like, wow, I'm actually remembering how to play this game. So I'm, I'm really excited to play more Halo Infinite multiplayer. Again, I hope you guys will, will show up and support it. It was supported earlier this week. So if we can keep that up, I'd be very happy to keep it in the rotation uh, and keep beasting, okay? Now, depending on how Lost Judgment goes tonight, what I'm considering doing is Sunday. The mainstream will be Lost Judgment endgame slash conclusion. No guarantees we will actually beat it that day. But at the very least, we'll get to the very end of it. Okay, that's my intention, to get as far as I can and get to the very tippity end of it, alright? <clears throat> we'll see, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> alright, um, then Sunday night would be completely up in the air. Um, obviously, if I just did Halo Saturday night, I probably don't want to do Halo again on Sunday night, and I don't want to do one of my mainstream games as the late stream, so it could be anything. Um, we could randomly start up Condemned Criminal Origins as a late night stream on Sunday night, um, and, and continue where we left off from Halloween. Um, we could just go on Game Pass and do a Game Pass night where we actually just see what's available on Game Pass right now and mark some games for to be played over the course of January. Maybe that would be a fun two hours, just investigating Game Pass for the first time in several months. Um, I, you know, I'm open. I'm open to doing kind of whatever for that stream. I think it would work. Okay? Then, on Monday... It's, again, it's up in the air because it really depends on how we did in Lost Judgment. If I beat Lost Judgment on Sunday, great. Then Monday we'll just do another session of Skyrim. And probably Monday night we'll be like Halo Infinite multiplayer. Okay? But we'll see. What if I need more time to finish Lost Judgment? Then maybe one of those streams would be Lost Judgment. And then if everything goes according to plan and I beat Lost Judgment over the weekend, then it's official this coming Tuesday. All right? Which would be... That's not what I wanted to click. I wanted to click the calendar. This coming Tuesday, which would be the 4th of January, okay? That will be the year-end series. That day, okay? What I would likely do is set it up so that the mainstream is the year-end series, where the first half would be the most disappointing games of 2021 countdown, and the second half would be the Game of the Year awards. <clears throat> but I really need some time to sit down and think about, you know, what I want to say and what I want to do during that, that time. So... Dependent on, I want, you know, there were a lot of disappointing games in 2021. I don't know if you guys realized. How could you not know? Some of the games that were some of the biggest hype games of the year ended up being ginormous flops and terrible disappointments. So it could be a really long countdown of disappointing games. Maybe we take all day. I don't know. And, uh, of course, my Game of the Year awards usually traditionally is a top 10 countdown. And likely this year, yes, it'll still be a top 10. Maybe the entire day of Tuesday will be my game, my, my year-end series. Or maybe not. We have to see how things go. I, have to, I need time to sit down and, and actually think about it. Because I'll have to get videos together and everything. So, anyway. um, That's kind of the rough idea for the week. 
Continue on with the ongoing playthroughs I'm doing. Try to finish up Lost Judgment. Once Lost Judgment's done, do the year-end series. Get that done. Because then the cool thing is, the week after, that first full week of January, we can come back refreshed. The background will be changed. The animations will be changed. Everything will be different and new and fresh for the streams. That'll feel like a really good push into the new year. You see? And I'm happy about this because a lot of the times, very sadly, I don't get around to the year-end series till much later in January. Because I get wrapped up in a couple games that just won't end, and I can't do them until they're done. But it looks like I'll be able to do it right away. I'm so excited to actually be able to move into the new year and feeling refreshed, okay, with new stuff. So, that is excellent. All right? Good shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for any of your uh, any support today on stream, whether if you become a member, super chat, super sticker, tip, all that stuff helps the streams, okay? Uh, also, you can like the stream. Liking this stream really helps. I mean it now. If you like this stream, it brings people to the stream with engagement. They actually will find it in YouTube search, so please consider doing that. Like the video on demand. Leave a comment on the video if you're watching it on demand. All that stuff helps. Tips goals for today, $50 raised, gunner glasses, $100 raised, you get to vote on hats, and there's all new hats in the rotation. The cowboy hat and the pilot hat remain in the rotation, but we've got the all-new Pikachu hat available if we raise $100 today. And a new mystery hat is available as well in the rotation today. If we raise $100, you can vote for that as well. So all new hats available at $100. And then $150, if we do get to that, a vest, any vest. In fact, today, let's do, let's do silver and gold again. So we'll do platinum and gold. And then we'll do red and we'll do beige. Those will be the four vests available to be worn today if we hit the full tip skull. Quite frankly, we haven't hit the full tip skull in over a week. Um, I don't think we're going to again. I, like, I'm not that I'm being a pessimist, but it just doesn't seem like something we consistently do anymore. But if we happen to do it, great. Those, that's what's available. All right? Now let's get to my story. Because ladies and gentlemen, today is Thursday. And ladies and gentlemen, that means today it is time for the story of Phil's Day Off. This is a new weekly segment we're doing where I talk about my day off and let you know everything that's going down here. So, yesterday, Wednesday, my first day off since Christmas. Um, Good news is, I did have some things to do, but not nearly as much to do as I had the week before. The week before was insanely chaotic because of Christmas. But, I still had stuff to do. Now, as I had already told you guys, we had snow on Sunday. And you might say, snow's not a big deal, because I agree with you. It's actually not. Um, but in Washington State, where I live in the Seattle area, snow is a big deal. People out here usually don't get any snow. At most, an inch, and usually it's gone within hours. Um, when we get actual snow accumulation, people out here completely freak out. They act like it's the end of the world, which is hilarious to both Kat and myself, because we both come from places in the USA where there used to be tons of snow. I mean, there, feet of snow in a day, two feet, you know? And guess what? Within a day, everyone had to go back to school and work and everything. The whole state didn't just close down infinitely. People had to live their lives. But here, it's like, oh my God, what is this white substance coming out of the sky? Is this safe to be outside under? I don't understand what this is. Oh my God, I'm in my car. I, it seems like the car handles completely differently in this substance on the road. I just don't know what's going on. And that's how they are out here. Seriously, they just they can't handle it. They're not used to it. They, they literally don't even have plans in place for inclement weather. They have trucks and stuff. But just to give you a, some perspective, it snowed four to six inches here on Sunday. Okay? I was here streaming Skyrim when it happened. So that means two days had passed. 
Monday and Tuesday, no snow, no inclement weather. It was still cold temperatures, so not many, much of it had, had melted. But you had two entire days to remove this snow. Okay? We went out on Wednesday. Okay? <laughs> In the entire day that we drove around, we did not see a single piece of, of salt or sand on the ground anywhere. Nothing. No one bothered putting anything down here at all as if the, the substances don't exist. The common snow removal things apparently don't exist in Washington State. <clears throat> Everywhere we went was a sheet of ice because no one plowed. So what happened is everyone just drove or walked over the snow. And because it was still sub-freezing temperatures, it plowed it into this inch-thick layer of ice everywhere. So when you're walking, it's like you're walking on an ice rink with your shoes on. And you're zoop, zoop, zoop. So you got to be careful as hell <clears throat> um, to make sure you're not slipping, sliding, and falling. I did slip a couple times. Luckily, I didn't fall or anything. Um, <clears throat> it's just pretty ridiculous. Like, it, it was as if no one had known what snow was, and this was the first time anyone experienced it, and everyone was baffled. Like, baffled that this stuff exists. And again, we come from a place where this is a daily thing in the winter. You you deal with it. You put down your sand. You put down your, your salt melt. You, you, you shovel it or plow it. It's done. It's not a big deal. Here, it's like, oh, what's this? You know, they're not equipped for it at all. It was hilarious. Like, <clears throat> again, four to six inches. It's only like an inch, a little bit of ice on the roads. The fucking fire trucks out here are driving with chains on their tires. Chains on their tires. For this much on the ground. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Okay? So anyway, we go out. And I go, to, first of all, I go to the grocery store in the morning. Okay? I always go, usually go, go grocery shopping earlier in the day. I, kinda, I didn't used to do that. What we used to do pre-COVID, we actually used to have our day out and then coming home from dinner, we would grocery shop last thing and then come home and unpack and do all that. We, with COVID, we changed all that up because remember, the very beginning of COVID, almost two years ago now, people were panic buying and the stores were empty. So what we ended up doing is adjusting. Now, I, I used to go very early in the morning shop, grocery shopping to make sure I could buy stuff before people panic bought the fuck out of it all. Well... That's not the case anymore, but I kind of got into the routine where I go grocery shopping in the morning while Kat stays home and kind of gets ready for the day. You know, she, she puts on her makeup and everything and gets ready to go out. <clears throat> so, I go grocery shopping, and the first half of my shopping trip seems kind of normal. I'm getting everything we need for our meals for the week and everything. And then I go to the bread aisle, and the bread aisle is half empty, and I'm looking. Basically, you could tell... There was one or two bakeries nearby that didn't deliver any bread because they're the ones that stock half the shelves. There's just nothing there of any brand. Like there's this uh, very popular bakery around here called Franz, and they make all kinds of stuff, rolls and cakes, and all kinds of shit. Not a single Franz product in the store. So very limited with the selection. Man, I got to get this instead of this. This is usually what I would get. Can't get that. Got to get this instead, and it's kind of inferior. But what are you going to do? You get what they get, right? Go to the meat section. It's completely empty. I'm not shitting you. There was no, almost no meat at all in the store. Almost none. It was like empty shelf, empty, empty, empty shelf. Okay? What is going on here? It's not panic buying, right? So, of course, you hear people talking. No, here's what happened. Because there was four to six inches of snow on one day, all the deliveries for the entire state were backed up. There were delivery trucks supposed to deliver meat on Monday that hadn't shown up and it was Wednesday morning. Two days later, they're not there yet. Really. Four to six inches of snow, 
What happened? Did the truck get buried in an igloo? Did fucking Frosty steal the truck? Frosty the snowman drive away? Like, what are you talking about? How did four to six inches of snow completely disrupt the supply chain that a truck couldn't get there in two days? Like, what are you talking... It doesn't make any logical sense, but this is what happens here in Washington State. So there's almost no meat in the store. Had to make do again with what they had. Luckily, some of the things, like, for example, we were going to do uh, this Mexican bake that my wife does where we do ground turkey. They had the ground turkey that we use. Surprisingly, because they didn't have anything else of turkey, but they had the ground turkey that we use. And this week, we're doing Japanese beef ball. This is where we take shaved beef and we cook it up with eggs and spices and, and onions. Well, guess what? They did have the shaved beef because the shaved beef is frozen. They freeze it and then thaw it out incrementally. The fresh beef they didn't have, but the frozen beef they had. But moving on to my next point, then I went to the produce section. Ho, 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 ho. Wow. That produce section. Now, if you don't know what produce is, it's, it's, it's vegetables, uh, fruit, plants, anything plant-based. 90% empty. 90%. They had no bananas. They only had one kind of apples. They had no strawberries, no blueberries, uh, only like one kind of oranges. They had no tomatoes in the store, only one kind of lettuce, green leaf lettuce. No iceberg, no red, no romaine, nothing. Onions, only red onions. No yellow, no white, no sweet, nothing. Potatoes, only sweet potatoes. No regular, no russet, no no Yukon, no red, nothing. <laughs> Look at the star. What the fuck? And again, everyone freaking out, asking the people in the store, what happened? Well, the truck was supposed to come because of the snow on Sunday. We got no trucks in this week. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Four to six inches of snow, literally this state has frozen. Like, literally this state doesn't operate. It's, it's preposterous, okay? But this is how they operate out here, as if they will never, ever get any kind of bad weather. So anyway, I did go grocery shopping, and I got as much as I possibly could. Had to make some substitutions, and in some cases just couldn't get outright get certain things they didn't have. Um, <clears throat> it's pretty insane. So... Then, we had our day out. First place we went to, to eat, because we're hungry, was a place where it's a half diner and half bakery, okay? They have diner-style food, but also they bake pies. That's one of their major things, they bake pies. Well, here's the thing. We wanted to get a pie for Christmas, but that Christmas week, we went to the store. Every pie was sold out. They had none Christmas week. Couldn't get a pie of any kind. They were all sold out for Christmas to holiday. We're like, well, that sucks. Um... So we're like, well, we're going to go to this place on our day off Wednesday. We'll get a pie there. Oh, we're very sorry, but we don't have any fruit pies at all. All we have is like ch uh, chocolate cream, uh, you know, that kind of shit. Custard. Like, what about fruit? You have, do you have cherry pie? No. Peach pie? No. Apple pie? No. Any kind of fruit pie? No. Why not? Because the trucks didn't come. What the fuck? Seriously? Seriously, is this literally what's going to happen all day? Everywhere we go, nothing's going to be anywhere and everyone's just going to say the truck didn't come because there's a little bit of snow on Sunday. Really? The answer is yes. Like all, everywhere we went, everyone was like, we don't have half the stuff that normally we would have because the fucking trucks didn't come. Like, oh, remarkable. We went to the, to the pet store. 
Half the shelves were empty at the pet, the fucking pet store. Luckily, none of the stuff that they didn't have, we need, we didn't need or anything. You know, it wasn't a big deal. But still, it's like, what is happening in this state? Like, it's like they really don't plan for anything. In the summer, we had record high heat, the highest heat this state has ever had. Things were shutting down. Things were fucked up because of the heat. No one had any plan for heat. So now we get a little bit of snow. Everything shuts down. Deliveries can't be made. You can't get half the stuff that you need. What are you talking about? Like, again, I come from Connecticut. Cat comes from, uh, you know, uh, Michigan. These are states where there's snow, but also there's some heat, but there's snow. You got to live. You don't just shut down your entire life because there's a little bit of inclement weather. You deal with it and you move on. Here it's like the, the snowpocalypse. The world has ended. Everything here is falling apart. Seriously, it's like that. It's like, oh my God, I just can't believe that everything's so bad here. Like you're out of your fucking mind. Okay? <clears throat> now... As we continued on with our day, <laughs> you know, uh, we're out and about and we're doing stuff. So we're at the mall, okay? We hadn't actually been at the mall in many months. We stayed away from the mall during the busy Christmas season on purpose. We didn't want to deal with that shit. We were like, we'll go back when it's all calmed down, okay? So we go to the mall and we're having a good time. We're walking around, mostly window shopping. We have a lot of money or anything. But it's nice to see, like, wow, look, this store opened up. We didn't even know this store existed. Oh, this store now closed. So we're going through some new stuff. We're looking at new stuff or whatever. And I think it was about maybe 4.30 p.m., okay? All of a sudden, we start going to certain stores. They're closing the gates. What? Closing the gate. You walk up, there's a sign. Oh, we're closing early due to inclement weather today. Inclement weather today. What are you talking about? Looking at There's nothing going on outside. Inclement weather. It's 4.30 p.m., okay? I'm not talking one store, two. Half the mall closed early for inclement weather. So I said, all right, maybe there's something we don't know about. What is going on? I open up my phone. I go to the weather. Oh, it's going to snow tonight. Oh, at 11 p.m. 11 p.m. The stores closed at 4.30 p.m. By the way, how much was it going to snow? Two inches. <laughs> Two. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? All right. So, <laughs> basically, we're like, okay. So, we did as much as we could. There was actually some things we couldn't do. We were in the market uh, for a few things that we needed. And the stores closed early. And we're like... What the frick is happening? I guess we just can't do it this week. You know? Uh, it was just... I'm scratching my head. I am scratching my head. I don't understand what's going on. Alright? So normally... We would have, like, maybe stayed out a little later. And maybe gotten a dinner while we were out. And then, and then come home. But because everything seemed to be closing early. For some unknown reason. Didn't make any sense. We said, all right, we'll come home, and what we'll do is we'll order food when we get home, okay? So we come home, and we're like, man, you know, we could really go for some pizza. We actually originally, if you remember, if you heard the story, I told this story the other day, uh, our Christmas dinner went horribly wrong. We were doing a roast for Christmas dinner. The roast was insanely overcooked. 
The flavor was terrible. The recipe itself was just garbage. It was completely wrong. Every step of the way, the recipe ruined this roast for us. So we said, let's order out. And we actually were like, oh, some pizza. Let's get some pizza. But we couldn't get pizza from anywhere. Most places were closed on Christmas Day. And the one place that was open literally laughed at us on the phone. Laughed at us. And said, you would want to wait over 90 minutes for pizza on Christmas Day. And then they put us on hold and never came back. So now we're like, well, we didn't have... Uh, we didn't have pizza, so we're craving some pizza. Let's get some pizza, okay? So we go to the the fast foodie style chain. So you got to think, what what is it? Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut. Type it in. No chains are open and available for delivery tonight. Due to inclement weather. The snow doesn't start until 11 p.m. It's like, at this point, we're trying to order pizza at like 6 all the stores closed early. So to, that, was, that was actually, both Pizza Hut and Papa John said that. Then we went to Domino's. You click on Domino's, you know, search for a chain near you that'll deliver. It literally didn't know what to do because the website isn't equipped for chains to say we're closed for inclement weather. It just searched like this endlessly. It just kept loading and would never stop loading. It was loading, 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 loading. <laughs> So I couldn't even get I couldn't even get pizza. We went we went on some of the delivery services. There were a few local pizza joints, but the thing is about here, I'll be honest, I don't like the local pizza here in Washington State. None of it tastes like East Coast Italian pizza. A lot of it is this weirdo West Coast style pizza. It's like thin crust, uh, weird combinations of toppings, and it's ridiculously overpriced. Like to get a fresh pizza from a pizzeria that's not a chain out here. I'm not kidding you. Like, the least you'll pay is, like, 20 bucks for a small pizza. $20. And it's not even that good. It's not. It doesn't taste authentic to me. Like, why am I going to pay that much money for a pizza that I know I'm not really going to enjoy that much? You know? So, we ended up not even getting pizza. We ended up uh, ordering from a, a Mexican place that was close by. You know? That was our dinner because we wanted to eat out, but everything was closing nearby. And we wanted pizza. Couldn't get pizza. It was, it was ridiculous, all right? So we ended up getting that, and and then we basically had a... We did have a relaxing night. So Cat has beaten Witcher 3. Did not like the ending. I'm not surprised. The ending of Witcher 3. It's funny, because the ending sequence of Witcher 3 is great, and then the actual ending is, like, not good. It's deflating. No matter what ending you get, the ending is deflating. Um. Oh, excuse me. So, um... She started up the Blood and Wine DLC. That's the one where you go to, like, France, and you're fighting all variations of the creatures from the main game, and there's this whole plotline where you get new mutations and, and things like that. It's pretty good. Like, she's really enjoying it, so I'm happy that she's, she's liking this because I told her, I was like, the Blood and Wine DLC is kind of like the real ending because the ending of the game is kind of disappointing, but if you play Blood and Wine, it's like another 20, 30 hours of gameplay that's actually a really good way to end the game. So she's actually really enjoying it. <clears throat> And, uh, so that's good. And we, so I watched her play that for a while and, uh, kind of relaxed and ended our night. Incidentally, okay, about 11 p.m., we noticed Jasper is alerted. He's looking up like this. We're like, Jasper, what are you looking at up there? Is there a bug up there or something like that? No, we have bay windows in our living room. We have a very high ceiling in our living room and bay windows are those windows that never close. They're just open up there all the time to give you natural light. It actually started snowing at 11 p.m. So he noticed it up there at 11 p.m. 
and is alerted. I'm like, oh, so literally right on time, it started snowing. So all these businesses closed at 4 to 5 p.m., couldn't get pizza tonight. It really didn't start snowing till 11. And by the way, it snowed for about two hours. Uh, woke up this morning. Yeah, there's about two inches of snow on the ground. Okay. Now, today was supposed to be our garbage removal. where They only come every two weeks to take our garbage. All right. One can of trash, one can of recyclables. I get a voicemail this morning. Due to inclement weather, we're just not coming this week. Hold all of your disgusting trash in your homes for an extra two weeks. And in two weeks' time, we'll come back for our usual scheduled pickup. And we'll do a double pickup for free if you'd like. So let me get this straight. You want me to have a month's worth of trash, including Jasper's, you know, litter box stuff. Food scraps, everything. You want us to save this in our house for a fucking month. Because you can't come because there's two inches of snow on the fucking ground. It's mad. And I know many of you out there are like, I can't believe what you're telling me. I know. Because, again, those of us who come from other places where snow or heat or any of this is commonplace, this is like a joke. This is like, what are they, a bunch of fucking wimps, sissies out there? They can't handle it? No, they literally can't handle it. I'm not kidding you. These people freak the fuck out at the littlest thing. They are like little snowflakes themselves. They are snowflakes. They, oh, it's a little cold out here. Oh, oh, they'll go out like bundled up head to toe in winter garb if it's like 45 degrees <laughs> they're out of their minds <clears throat> they're seriously out of their minds I don't understand so literally they want me to wait so what am I going to have to do I'll tell you exactly what I have to do now Okay. obviously I'm not doing anything now I got my cans are out there covered in two inches of snow. So later tonight, I have to go out there and bring the cans in, brush the snow off, bring them in, covered in fucking snow. All right. I got to get some giant trash bags. I have big contractor bags. I'm going to have to pile disgusting, dirty, slimy trash into a contractor bag. It's going to have to sit in my garage. And then next week, when I have my day off, I'm going to have to go out of my way to go to the dump and throw my normal trash out at the dump. Because the people I pay to remove my trash are sissies and won't come and remove my fucking trash because of two inches of snow. It's too tough for them. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, when I was in Connecticut and I had a bad back injury, and here I was still going to work, still driving around, cleaning my car off like a fucking... My car encased in ice like it's fucking an igloo. And I'm standing there with my pick. I'm picking my fucking car out every day to get to work and shit. These fuckers have two inches of snow and can't do their jobs. I, they just don't understand how they have it. It's what it is. When you when you don't have it, when you don't live it all the time, you don't understand what it is or how to handle it, so you actually think it's like the end of the world or something. It's so ridiculous that anyone would treat two inches of snow like something to close a business. It really is like ludicrous. You're out of your fucking mind, but here it's like a normal thing. Oh, that's just fine. It just, it just blows my mind, but... This is where I live. And I was actually talking to Kat about it this morning. And I was like, what's, here's what's going to happen. Is we have, well, let's face it, we have climate change, right? The last few years, I think everyone can agree, we've seen dramatic climate change in certain parts of the world. Where I live is one of them. We just had the hottest summer on record here in Washington State. The biggest, hottest temperatures we've ever seen. I think it was 112 degrees one day. There was no way to cool your house when it's 112 degrees because these houses weren't built for that. 
They were actually built to retain heat for the winter. <clears throat> so, that being said, um, <clears throat> these people who live out here and are in charge, all right, not us, the common people, we're not in power, the people who are in charge, the government, are going to have to open up their eyes and ears and realize, guess what? This ain't the 1960s and 70s anymore. The world is changing. We have to adapt now for extreme climate. When it gets that hot in the summer, we have to have a plan in place to make sure that everything can still operate and people don't die in their homes. When it's the, the winter and we have two inches of snow, we have to have actual snow removal in place so that everyone can be business as usual and not the entire state shuts down. It's time for this bullshit. Because it, what it is is, I'll tell you what it is, they have no budget. They have no budget for it because, oh, up till now, everything's just fucking unicorns and, 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 and rainbows and everything's fine. We don't have these adverse weather things, so we don't have to ever deal with them. So they have no budget for it, no plan for it, nothing. Guess what? Those days are over. The days of happiness and milk and honey and four-leaf clovers and leprechauns being stuck up your butt. It's gone. It's done. Even though we're supposed to be one of the most moderate climates in the world, it's changing. Climate is changing. Time to adapt and survive or to die, right? So we got to adapt. Enough of the bullshit. And, oh, let's hope it just never happens again. It's going to happen again. I guarantee you this coming summer, there will be extreme heat. This next winter, there will be more snow. Time to deal with it. Will they? I don't know. But it's pretty ludicrous to me that now, almost a week, because the first snow was on Sunday, and the whole state was fucked, right? Now we got snow overnight, two inches. The whole state's fucked again. Like, we can just infinitely be fucked. Everything's closed and, and screwed up. Like, what are you talking about? No, life has to go on at some point because there's minuscule amounts of snow on the ground. <clears throat> Why don't we make our own pizza? We do every once in a while make our own pizza mythical. We do. But it's nice every once in a while to order out. You know, get something deluxe. Get a nice, a thick, a thick dough you can't make at home. And, you know, different kinds of cheese and ingredients, you know. Okay. Exactly. Tom Willis Show says, literally just spreading salt melts two inches of snow. You're right, but no one out there has it. No one out there bought it, prepared, or has anything to remove snow. These lists sit there. <clears throat> anyway, so I know half of you out there are probably like, this is ridiculous. You're in the same boat as me. Like, what is going on? This is stupid. But that's life. So here's the good news. All right, here's the good news. We got everything we needed yesterday. We did. We got everything we needed. We don't actually have to go out again. But it was it was funny because we were actually planning on, a, on ordering out for, for New Year's Eve, which is tomorrow. We don't even know if we'll be able to. We might literally go to order and, oh, well, oh, inclement weather. What are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? Inclement weather. <laughs> we don't know. We'll have to see what happens tomorrow. We actually wanted to get pizza. We can't get pizza. We'll see. Maybe we can get pizza tomorrow. I don't know. Anyway, that was our day off yesterday, okay? Um, all right, I think it's time for, to get to shout-outs. Let's get to our shout-out segment of the pre-stream podcast. <clears throat> okay. We start off today with uh, Need for Beans. Did our first Super Chat of the day. Thank you very much, Need for Beans. I think this guy got banned, actually. So, actually, Need for Beans would be the person to get up on the leaderboard here. Let's get him up there. <clears throat> okay. And then Rebel became a five-month channel supporter this morning and says, Happy New Year to you, Big Phil, and the crew. Thank you to Rebel. 
Thank you very much, Rebel, for uh, for the ongoing support. And incidentally, Rebel just said this, this in the stream chat. Last year, the power companies fucked us in Texas. They sold energy thinking it wouldn't ever freeze out here. Yeah, and then what happened? You got screwed because you actually had, again, climate change. Texas had complete ice, snow, and one of the coldest winters they've ever had in recording history in Texas, if not the coldest. And you guys didn't have the energy to deal with it because your government fucked you. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Pretty messed up. How, how people cannot acknowledge climate change at this point, I just don't get it. I don't even care about the cause. All I know is that it's happening. We got to deal with it, right? It's like, cause people people want to have semantics. Ah, oh, it's because of greenhouse gases. No, it's because there's natural changes to the planet that happen over time and they're not stoppable. Oh, but we need to go green if we want to save it. The Green New Deal, we need to do this. No, that won't work. What we need to do is this instead. I don't care. We just need to deal with it like now. Like let's we know it's changing. I don't care about what's causing it or or how it happened, how we got here. We need to figure out how to live in it. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, what I've noticed, it's all about the blame game. This, the finger wagglers, right? They waggle their fingers like this, but who's working on solving the problem? Right? And by the way, I'm about to say something very political. Please understand I'm not taking a stance on anything here. But I equate this to the insane amount of school shootings, mass murders, and rampant issues we have with guns in the United States. It seems like every week, we have a new mass murder, a new shooting at a school, a new thing. And all our politicians do is this. They waggle their fingers. They yell at each other. Oh, it's because of you. Oh, it's because of you. It's because of this. No, it's because of this. Well, I disagree. Well, I also disagree. Wah, wah, wah. And while they're doing this, nothing ever changes and gets better. The murders continue. Nothing, it, literally nothing has changed in the last three to four years that we've had mass murder after mass murder. They just don't do anything. They pretend like they're doing their jobs by yelling at each other and waggling fingers, and then nothing ever happens. It's the same thing with climate change. Oh, well, we got to do something and nothing. Yet, we vote these people in over and over here in our, in, our, in our country, and we pay them all this money to do nothing, to just argue with each other and never do anything productive. <laughs> I know this is a rare time that I talk about politics, but it's like, dude, how long can we have a government like this? Where we have all these issues, and where, when will the issues get solved? I don't know, but they're arguing right now. And the government in the capital they're going like this oh thanks that, that really solved the problems you know what need these people need to stop with their bullshit get their sticks out of their asses and realize it's not about being right or wrong it's about serving the american people it's about oh are people out there suffering they're sick with fucking coronavirus uh, inflation is destroying the country. They can't get the health care they need. They can't afford anything. The climate is kicking their ass. They're killing each other with guns. Let's do something to help the people. Instead, it's, oh, it's about my government agenda and pushing the Democrat Republican agenda and waggling fingers and make sure that I have a nice little, you know, money cushion to land on when it's all said and done. If people, well, maybe some people will get helped in the meantime. Maybe if that that usually that's a byproduct of what they were intending when they were in power, you know. <laughs> I told you guys there was a really funny political cartoon that I read about a month ago. And it was two people, they're walking. It looks like basically either they've gotten laid off or maybe they've lost their house. It's hard to tell in the cartoon. But basically these two dejected people, they're sad as hell. You can tell they're like falling up their lives are falling apart. They've got like their belongings in their arms. All right? 
and they're walking away. You can't tell if they, they're leaving their job that they just lost or maybe they lost their home. Like I said, maybe they got, you know, they got foreclosed on or something because they couldn't afford it. So they're walking out with their, their belongings in their arms. And one of them says, you know, I, I just think that everyone in, our, in the American government is exactly the same. Both the Democrats and the Republicans don't help us. They, you know, they, they just do with their own agenda. And here we are. Our lives are falling apart. What have they done for us? And the other guy says, well, you know, at least the Democrats say they want to help us, but they don't. At least they say they do. <laughs> and that's the difference between our two political parties. One party just doesn't give a fuck and just says, hey, hoard everything and fuck everybody. And the other party says, oh, we want to help you, but we won't. We'll talk about helping you. We'll pretend like we're going to. We never will, but we'll just say that we like you and we're going to help you. And that's our two political system, systems in America. You know, what a great system we have. Anyway, a little political today, but that's as much politics as I'll get into. <laughs> okay, let us now... Actually, there was one more super chat. The Recluse. That is super chat says, end times, pray to your gods. Hey, I don't, I don't know, man. All I know is it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, certainly it's not that bad, but people here are acting like it is. They really are. They're acting like this is the end. Oh my God, we had four inches of snow and then another two inches in the same week. Like, you might as well just fucking, you know, have a bunker and live in it. <laughs> Eat canned goods, preserved canned goods for the rest of your life because you won't get anything else. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Let's do some shout-outs for tips, my friends. We start off today with Plumgoral, who to me $10. Says, excited to be able to attend a stream today. It's been a rough couple of months for me. My sister, oh wow, your sister passed away. I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, I had to quit a toxic job at the same time. Thankfully, I'm loving my new job, and your content continues to bring me joy as it has since 2009. Warm wishes filled. Thank you, Plum Girl. I'm really sorry to hear about the passing of your sister. Uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, I'm happy to hear that somehow my content is helping in some way. Um, as I said many times over the years, one of the things that motivates me to keep going through all the adversity and shit that I've been through is being told on a daily basis that the kind of stuff that I put out helps you in some way, whether it puts a smile on your face, whether you feel like I'm entertaining or personable or whatever it may be, because I think everyone gets something different out of my content. I'm happy to hear at least it, it helps in situations like this. So thank you for the contribution and the support, and I, you know, I hope things go better for you. <clears throat> uh, Lies of Her Soul, tipped $4.20, says... Ayla the Huntress is the best waifu you can get in Skyrim and a great companion you get from the Fighters Guild. Well, thanks for your opinion on that. I'm very excited to know all about that. Uh, H-Bomb did a $4 tip. Says, is there games you want to play but you didn't think would work for streaming? Um, Games that I would want to play <clears throat> but I don't think would work at all for streaming. Uh... You know, I'm trying to think a lot. You know, what are the games over the years that I've always said that I wanted to get to and I still haven't gotten to? Uh, Lost Odyssey, maybe, would be one of the prime examples. It's a, it's a classic-style JRPG that is just so lengthy. So lengthy. And it has a lot of grind required in order to be successful in it that I don't know how it would go down. Like, I'm not kidding you. Right now, I've been playing Lost Judgment for three and a half months. We're finally going to finish it within this week, right? Lost Odyssey 
I'm not kidding, I think would be like a six-month playthrough. The game is that long. Especially if you end up doing like all of the side content and the super bosses that are hidden in the game that are incredibly challenging. I just feel like it would be that long of a playthrough. Um, now, would there be a group of people who undoubtedly would like that playthrough? Yes, I'm one of them. I feel that we could turn that into like a chill playthrough where we relax and have a lot of interaction and dialogue and fun while I'm doing the grindy style RPG gameplay and all of that. But quite frankly, would I be able to retain viewership? Would there be enough people who would stick around for that long to watch the entirety of the playthrough? I don't know. It's one of the major reasons why I think I've never gotten around to playing it. I want to play it, but I don't know if it would ever work as a streaming game. Um, I would love to think it would be, but... And the other thing is, remember, when I play a game like that, that means I can't play any other RPGs. That is the RPG that I'm playing. We would have to find a prime time when, during my, my streams and content, there's no other major RPGs people want to see. So for like four to six months, we can focus on Lost Odyssey and just play Lost Odyssey. You see? Is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, an anonymous tipper tipped me $1.50 and says, it's hard to really do anything about climate change when one side doesn't even think it exists. I mean, I hear you. And yeah, obviously, it, it, you don't even have to be like a scientist or a meteorologist anymore. All you need to do is have eyes and ears and skin that can actually sense heat. You know what I'm saying? Or cold. And you would know that there's climate change. It's, it's not even like a question anymore unless you're someone who actually has an agenda in denying it because it benefits you to deny it. Everyone can admit there's climate change. There has absolutely been. Um, you know, during the end times there when I was living in Connecticut... It was getting worse and worse every winter, like insane amounts of snow that we'd never seen before. And it's funny, when I moved to Washington here, okay, in, wow, I just got a tip and a super chat at the same time. Thank you guys for the support. That's a dueling animations here. When I moved to Washington in 2014, the intention of me moving to Washington State was escaping extreme climate. I didn't want to have the hot summers and the cold winters. I wanted to have a moderate climate in the middle at all times and the understanding was the seattle area was rain like everyone's oh seattle rain it's just raining constantly it's cloudy and raining and cool and that's what you get 95 percent, 98 percent of the time yeah every once in a while you get a freak high high or low low but usually you're you're just this this moderate thing and then i moved out here and the first fucking summer i moved here they had a heat wave that was unprecedented and the next summer, and the next, and it's like this every year now. Every year, there's at least two to three weeks in the summer that's insanely hot, and everyone's like, wow, it's way so hot, I can't believe it. And now we're starting to get winters that are the same. And it's like, so at one point do you realize that's not the exception anymore, that's the rule. It's going to happen every year, that's no longer the freak thing, that's the thing that should be planned for and expected, you see? And that's just my personal experience. Moving to a place that was supposed to be moderate and it ain't that moderate anymore. We're getting the extremes um, that I tried to avoid moving here, you know? Um, Lord knows, I'm, I, I mean, not to say that I'm... I feel bad for the people that live there, but man, am I glad that I didn't move to Texas with how bad it was with that insane winter they just had where they just were not prepared for it and the people had no power for weeks. And it's like, Jesus, dude, it's fucking insane, you know? 
But I hear you. You'd have to be pretty crazy at this point. I don't know where you could live. Maybe if you live in an underground bunker where you don't see the topside weather, that's the only people who would be like, oh, I, I deny climate change. I don't know how you could. It's pretty obvious it's happening. Lysifer Solis to me, $10. Says, Al Gore warned us about man, bear, pig, and now the Midwest has horrible tornadoes and California is getting even more snow in the mountainside towns. Thanks for the tip, Lysifer <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks for the tip, Lysifer I appreciate that. Um, Lennon McCarthy 2.0 has tipped me $4.20. Says, looking forward to more Skyrim. I hope you're still interested in playing Oblivion in the new year. Bethesda games are great content for your channel. I'm Hey, listen, first of all, Skyrim's going to take a while. Because as I've explained, allow, allow me to re-explain this to those who may be wondering. <clears throat> okay. Skyrim is an incredibly long game. The version of Skyrim I'm playing is supposed to be like the best version. Meaning all the DLCs included, expansion content, and with this anniversary expansion that just came out a month ago, now all new missions and content. So basically, this is like... In incredible amount of content in this game. Alright? I'm not going to rush through it. This is going to be a chill playthrough we're going to be playing likely for a while. I'm okay with that. That's what you guys wanted. Or you wouldn't have voted for it and asked for it, right? Um, but, it's going to take a long time to get through. Likely we'll be playing this all of January, okay? When February hits and we get non-stop new releases in the month of February, I can't keep playing Skyrim. I'm going to be juggling all the new releases of February. So at one point, Skyrim will go on hiatus, at one point, it will come back and go back to the regular rotation and, and be played again. It may have to go on hiatus again. It may be a playthrough that starts and stops and starts and stops over the course of 2022. And I hope you guys understand that. That's what we're getting into with a game this long. Okay? But I'm happy for that. Now, if we're playing Skyrim, and it goes on hold and off hold and on hold and off hold, and I finally beat it in, like, May. I'm not even exaggerating, Leo. May. Should we jump right into Oblivion? No. <laughs> if anything, what we've seen is when I play too much of the same style of game back to back to back to back to back, it ends up creating what's called burnout. It's too much of the same. People get tired of it. They want something new or refreshing. It is true that when you see the same thing every day, something refreshing, even if it's, it's not as good as the thing that you're doing every day, kind of could feel a little bit better because it's something at least different, you see? I believe the best way to, to say it is variety is the spice of life. Right? Having a variety, being a variety streamer, that's the spice of life. So, we'll see what happens. Do I want to play Oblivion? Yes. But people want a Skyrim first, so that's what we're doing. And we'll go from there and see what happens. You know what? Another thing people want, Fallout 3. They want Fallout, after the Fallout New Vegas playthrough last summer, they were like, man, I wish you would play Fallout 3 the same way with all the DLCs. And by the way, unlike... In New Vegas last summer, Fallout 3 runs at a higher frame rate and higher resolution on Xbox Series X. So imagine Fallout 3 running at like 1080p full 60 frames per second, right? <laughs> the Xbox Series X is a huge boon, man, really. It's really cool, man, the stuff that we're doing on it now. So, <clears throat> so I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens over the course of 2022. I'm not against playing Oblivion at the same time. Do I think it would be a great idea to do a five, six-month playthrough of Skyrim and then go Oblivion right away? No. But we'll, we'll play it by ear. All right? I believe another Super Chat has come in. This one is from Rebel, who did a $15 Super Chat. Thank you so much, Rebel. He says, I haven't been around as much due to work, content creation, etc. But I am happy to see you looking well. Seriously, you look good, Big Phil. Keep it up. People still have faith in you. Hashtag give DSP a chance. Um, you know, I think it's, it's a combination of factors. 
number one, the fact that we just had, you know, Christmas and everything. You guys know how much I like that season. We've had so many awesome animations, fun marathon events, all kinds of fun stuff as a part of Christmas. In addition, the changes I made to the channel in the last two months, I really feel like they're they're huge positive changes. Um, the pre-stream podcast, for example, the the daily wrap, um, changing the breaks around. So now there's less breaks during a stream, so that we go right from the podcast right into the gameplay, right? Um, the fact that people are becoming engaged in the channel again. They're liking the streams. They're liking the videos. They're leaving positive comments on the videos that are actually starting up discussion again for the first time in many, many years, right? This is all great stuff. And I'm feeling positive that in 2022, as long as I stick with this the way that I've, I've been doing the past few months, <clears throat> that we can actually get growth on DSP Gaming for the first time in a very long time. I told you, my goal... By my birthday, the first week of April, to have 200,000 subscribers on the channel. Right now, we're at 195. We're just under 195,500. This month of December, I think we got about, I want to say, between two and 300 new subscribers on the channel. So it would be great if every month we could gain like 500. We get pretty close. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we're... I, I, all right. I don't want to say that. I want to believe that we can hit 200,000 subscribers by the first week of April. I do. What I think is that when the new games hit in February... You're going to have people finally coming to this channel for the first time in many, many, many years. Wow, Phil's playing the new God of War. I got to see that. Wow, Phil's playing the new Horizon. Cool. Elden Ring, are you shitting me? Phil's playing FromSoft again. I'm there. And they're going to come to the channel and want to do the streams and talk on the streams. They're going to subscribe. You see, I think February will be a giant month. I, I am. I'm feeling it. I, ho I hope so. I hope February is going to be the big month where we can see a big boost on DSP Gaming and... Uh, you know, that would be my goal. My ultimate goal is to try to do the 200,000 subs by first week of April, my birthday. Imagine if on my birthday we hit 200,000 subs. Now that would be an awesome birthday present. Absolutely it would be. <laughs> okay. 58 days? No. What do you mean 58 days? Oh, Elden Ring in 58 days. Got it. I was like, if we're talking about my birthday, that's like four months away. No, 58 days. No, actually three months away? No. Yeah. A little over three months away. Okay. Alright. Alright, guys. Well, anything else or are we good? I, I've, I've answered all shout-outs. Thank you guys for your support this morning so far. Um, I appreciate that. We are well on our way to hitting the Tier 1 tips goal of $50 in Gunner Glasses. Remember, for those who joined during the course of the pre-stream, you missed the beginning. Alright? Today, we have a new hat in the rotation. If we get $100 in tips today... The Pikachu hat is eligible to be worn. And in addition to that, I found another hat that I've never worn on a stream that I could wear with you guys as a, as a, as a reward as well. So if we hit the $100 of tips today, it's going to be cowboy hat, pilot hat, Pikachu hat, and mystery hat eligible to be worn today. Okay? Pretty cool. So I hope that we hit it and you get, we can have some fun. Okay? Mythical says, don't forget the Twitter drama. I don't even know about any Twitter drama, so... <laughs> I really don't. I don't know anything about any Twitter drama. I'm not involved in any Twitter drama, so... If there's Twitter drama, I have nothing to do with it, nor do I give two fucks about it. Alright. An, an anonymous tipper tipped me $1.50. says, the reason nothing ever changes is because people are afraid of change and risk, so they vote for mediocrity. It's better to them than risking something really bad. The two sides have thrived off of that fear for decades. You're, you're likely right. Or it's, it's just, I mean, I'll be honest here, the people are just too stupid to know any better. Like, how do we have a two-party system in the United States, right? 
where no matter what you vote for, nothing changes anyway. We got Republicans in power. Oh, everything's terrible. Let's get the Democrats in. The Democrats are in. Oh, everything's terrible. We need the Republicans again. But wait, the Republicans failed before the Democrats. Everyone forgets that. Vote the Republicans back in. Oh, everything's terrible. Democrats, everything's terrible. <laughs> wait a minute. How do you go back and forth that many times before you realize no one's doing anything? <laughs> but that's how it is here. <laughs> okay. All right, are we good? We're ready to go? I'm ready to go. I don't know about you guys. Any other questions? Anything else you want to talk about? Or are we good to go? See, Carlos just said something, but see, here's why I would never do that. He goes, I would seriously recommend looking into stores that will deliver groceries to you. You'd free up time and prevent stress on your days off. Very nice. So there's two reasons why I wouldn't do that. The first reason is because the price of groceries has dramatically increased since COVID started. Inflation is real when it comes to the cost of food. And already, I'm not exaggerating. What I used to spend for one week's groceries at the beginning of COVID I'm now spending about 50% more for the same exact product now. All right? So there's already dramatic increase in cost whenever I go grocery shopping. Now, by the way, when you do grocery delivery, you have to pay extra money. So now you're saying not only do I have to have the inflation, but now I'm going to pay even more for delivery. What am I going to do? Double the price? Like, you see what I'm saying? It's not worth it. That grocery stores across the street, dude. It's not like, oh, the grocery store is so far away. I drive one block, okay? The other thing is, I've firsthand seen what happens when you order from these grocery places. If they don't have something, you just get nothing. So, for example, let's say this week I wanted to do my Japanese beef bowl. My wife's going to make this delicious dinner. So we need shaved beef. We need some eggs. We need some sweet onions, uh, jasmine rice, and a few seasonings or whatever. Put all those on the list, okay? Great. You guys hear? What the hell is that? I don't know. There's some kind of a weird alarm or something going off. It sounds like a like a school bell or something. I don't know what it is out there. But anyway, neither here nor there. Okay, so, um. Imagine I put all that on my, my groceries list, okay? So, you order it, you pay for it, boop, done. Okay, your groceries get delivered, you open up the bag, oh, we didn't have the shaved beef this week, we didn't have the onion, and the eggs are out. Oh, so what did I get? Oh, some jasmine rice. That's my dinner, plain jasmine rice. Grocery delivery doesn't work. It doesn't. Grocery delivery only works if you are okay with eating not what you wanted. Because they don't, they, a lot of the times they won't even make substitutions. They're just like, you don't have it, you don't get it. So what the fuck is the point of ordering groceries online and getting them delivered if you never get what you want? Especially now, imagine this week, if I had grocery delivery, half of what I ordered wouldn't have shown up. If at least if I'm there in the store, okay, they're out of something. Let me get a replacement. Okay, 
I couldn't get this, let me get this instead. Or, oh, on the fly, make an adjustment. You order your groceries, you're fucked. So I sit here eating rice all week. Because nothing showed up. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, right, it does. It sounds like an alarm is going off. That's exactly what it sounds like. Like a, like one of those, like a bank alarm. Maybe someone robbed the bank. <laughs> right? Maybe someone robbed the bank. Oh, shit. They ran the heist in the snow. They said, hey, two inches of snow on the ground. The cops will never get here in time to stop us. Let's do this. Wow. Now, that would be something. That would actually be something. <laughs> well, I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> oh, man. All right. I'm pretty sure my neighbors don't have a bank alarm. No, we do have, like, really loud fire alarms, but they don't sound like that, to my knowledge. They sound, it's like a really loud, like, and a high wailing, like a very high-pitched wailing alarm we have for fire, so it's not that. <clears throat> What's up, Rogue? No, what's up, Guts? Good to see you guys. All right, I think it's time to get started. I think we, we uh, bullshitted a lot on the pre-stream today, which is fine. It's my first day back from break. I love uh, shooting the shit with you guys. But I think it's time to end the pre-stream podcast for the 30th of December and to jump into Skyrim. And we got to decide what we want to do from our discussion earlier today. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, maybe we should mix up our play style. We'll talk about it as I boot the game up here, okay? All right, guys, awesome. Let's get started. Sweet. <clears throat> 